Hey fam. Hello, 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 hello. Family, it's what time is it? It's 1.30 in the morning. I'm laying in my bed. I'm listening to my uh my Jesus music. And the Lord just put it so heavy on my heart to come and comfort his people. He, look, that's even my Bible verse for today. And I, I have to, I have to, I have to, because the Lord has did it for me, okay? Family, I want to tell you just like a little bit. I've said this before, but you know, like for people who just tuning in. I went through depression and anxiety very badly, okay? It was very bad. I didn't have, I didn't, ha- I, I couldn't, it was hard for me to get up out the bed. It was hard for me to brush my hair. It was hard for me to brush my teeth. It was hard to want to put on clothes. It was hard to cook dinner. You get what I'm saying? But, but God did it for me. He set me free from that. I used to have the heart pounding type of anxiety. Thoughts racing. Hallelujah. I felt like I was outside of my body. But God came through in the mighty name of Jesus. And he has set me free from that. And and I pray that this word will bless you. Because for, for so long, I used to sit there and I just could not understand why it was happening because it was like once I gave my life to the Lord it increased it increased because I always went through a sort of anxiety and depression but I had that veil over my eyes but as the Lord is lifting the veil I I see things for what they truly are and it's it's an attack against it's an attack against you but it's greater than you it's not about you and in those moments I want to encourage you to be still and know that God is God. I remember one night, right? I had an anxiety attack. I'm going to say it lasted a couple hours, okay? And I tried everything. I was pacing back and forth. And I ended up laying in my bed. But I just had that heart racing feeling. And I remember praying to the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, like, please help me. Like, help me. Help me. Right? And I remember him saying to me, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it was still too late. And I didn't want to take my kids out the house because I knew I needed my mom to check my blood pressure, right? Because moms is the doctors for real. (laughs) Shout out to my mama, period. So I remember this is like around two and I'm saying that. So I'm like, okay, I need to make it to five o'clock. And remind you, I got two little kids. And my niece was over here that time, but I still have two little kids. And I'm just like, oh. I had that anxiety to the point where I had to stay calm, even though I felt like on the inside, I was freaking out. I felt like I just, I had no control. And I remember praying to the Lord. So finally five o'clock come, I'm like, okay, we're going to go to my mama's house. And I remember the Lord telling me, once you get your blood pressure checked, you're going to be fine. You're going to see that you're fine. Okay? Because, you know, I for my experience, I used to be like, yo, am I having a heart attack? Am I having a stroke? Like, what's going on? Like, is this anxiety or is this something else? Right? But it's like, I always just was like, let me get my blood pressure checked. And I'll, you know, right? Because your, che- your blood pressure will be regular. So, you know, it's just that pounding, right? So I remember driving and I live a good like 30 to 35, 40 minutes away from my mom, 35, 25 the way I drive, but like 35 minutes I live from my mom. So I'm in a full blown anxiety attack driving to my mama's house. Sun just coming up. And I remember praying to God and I'm like, God, I need you because I feel like I'm not in my body. I feel like I'm not in my body. And he was like, I'm right here. And I I told the Lord, I was like, Lord, I don't feel it. I don't feel like you're right here. I don't feel it. But like family, it's in those moments where you don't have control that God can show you that he is God. If it wasn't for those moments in, in my, in, in that moment, I couldn't see that God was in control. 
because I was losing what control I thought I had. But it's in my weakness that his power can work best. It's in your weakness that his power can work best. Family, I used to be like, yo, like I'm never, I'm always going to live like this. I'm always going to have my heart pounding. I'm always going to have these racing thoughts. But the whole time the Lord was training me up, he was teaching me, cast down those vain imaginations and make them obedient to what I said. And family, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out some scriptures to, to, to teach you this because I feel like people need to be set free from them anxious thoughts and them worrying and the depression. And your sis got you. We about to stomp on that serpent in the name of Jesus, because who the son sets free is truly free indeed. Okay. And this is stuff that really set me free. Like the word, the Lord's words is so one day, hold on, I'm getting hot because the fire of God is consuming me. Yo, hold on. I got to turn on my fan because it's that fire coming through. But family, I remember, oh Lord, give me that thought big. Give me that thought big, Father, in the name of Jesus. Okay. Thank you, God. You are so mighty. Oh, he's so mighty, y'all. I remember, um... Like, just peeping one day, like, yo, I don't have the racing poundingness in my chest no more. You know? When 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 my flesh wants to take me in that depressed state, I feel like now I'm strengthened. I I I have subdued the flesh and been the and now I'm the flesh's master. And I give all glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he did it for me, family. He did it for me. What seemed like it was so hard to do, now is I do it with ease. Cooking dinner for my children and washing dishes after doesn't seem like it's back-breaking labor. You feel me? Taking my kids to a park, enjoying watching them play. It doesn't seem impossible no more because Jesus has set me free. And I want to tell you, he can do it for you too. But you got to cast all your thoughts, all your cares and all your worries onto him. And I know people because I used to be this person and I know somebody about to feel what I'm saying. I used to be like, Lord, well, how do I cast all my cares onto you? And he's like, say it. Mm. He like, say it. Just say, Lord, take it. Take all these cares, all these worries, Lord. I cast them onto you. That's what it's about. It's about speaking. Hallelujah. In the word, in the beginning, the word existed. The word was, was with God. The word was God. It was created in the beginning with God. And nothing was created except through the word. Y'all know what I'm saying. John chapter 1, because I'll tear it up because I'm excited. But it's like... Your words got power in it. Jesus is the living word. Through him, everything was created. So you got to open your mouth. You can't sit there and you can't take that. I want to, um, I want to take you first because I need to set the scene for you. I got to set the scene. So give your sis one second. Hold on, y'all. Mm. Acts 28. Let's go to Acts 28. Okay. And let's go to Alright, let's start from the beginning. Once we were on we were safe on shore. We learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of this island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was lying them on the fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, A murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had awaited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided he was a God. When you get out this fire, people going to be looking at you like, how? How did you shake free from this? Because we see that you were under such harm. We see that you were under such torment. We see that snakes was biting you. But how is it that it, the poison hasn't affected you, right? 
You see how Paul, he, he shook off the snake. You got to understand that enemy, he is a snake. When they were in the garden, did he not have the imagery of a snake? Was he not a snake? Is he not a snake? Didn't Jesus say that you shall handle snakes with safety? Hallelujah. We won't go to the chapter because I need you to understand these snakes will try to bite you, but you got to know you got that power to shake it off. You it's by shaking it off. Paul could have sat there and he could have just been like, dang, this snake hanging for me. Dang, it do look poisonous. Dang, I might die. But no, Paul shook that, that snake off and that's what you got to do. You got to shake that snake off. Yes, it's going to try to bite you. Yes, it's going to try to bite you, but you got the authority to shake that snake off. And you know what the authority is? The authority is in this word of God right here. This word of God is your authority. Hallelujah. Ain't no prescription going to do it for you. I'm here to tell you the word of God is what you need. That is your medicine. This is your food. This is your water. This is your life. Do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? It's people that that um, try to fill voids with drugs, with alcohol, with sex. But th- those things will never fill the void of Jesus. Jesus is too big for you to try to fill. Only he can fill. He can go in to the innermost being of you and make you feel whole. Ask me how I know family. When I tell you, listen... This is, I used to smoke. I used to get lit because in the inside, I was broken. In the inside, I didn't know what I was missing. I didn't understand how I had the money. I had the nice clothes. I had the weave. I had everything I wanted, but I still was broken. And you know why? Because I needed him. I needed him. And you know what else the Lord had to do for me? He had to strip me. He had to strip me to show me who I truly was. He had to take those things away from me to show me that it's him. It's him that make me complete. Nothing on this earth can ever satisfy my cravings like Jesus can. Jesus is the only way. Do you hear me? Speaking of somebody, I had thoughts. No, I'm not suicidal, but I had thoughts of you should just end it all. You should just give up. I've had those thoughts. And the only thing that has gotten me through is Jesus Christ. I've had people, I've had ambulance come to my house because I thought I was dying. That's how severe of a panic attack I had. I thought I was dying. I had the uh, paramedic look at me in my face like you look fine. But on the inside, I felt like I was dying. And you know what got me through that? It wasn't men. That paramedic couldn't do nothing for me. Only Jesus Christ could do what he can do. Do you hear me? First, I am weak, but now I am strong. And it's because of Jesus. And he could do that same thing for you. Don't ever look at me like, oh, the Lord, he just, he just love her. No, no. He loved me and he loved you. He has no favorites. None at all. None at all. I just give him much glory because he deserves it. He deserves it. He showed me who he is. He still shows me every day who he is. That's why I glorify him in my life. And that's why I encourage you to do the same thing. It's by him that he says, by my stripes, you are healed. Hallelujah. Because it's Jesus. It's the answer is Jesus. It's just Jesus. It's just Jesus. It says right here in verse five, but Paul shook off the snake. He shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. You got to lose that snake in the fire. Hallelujah. Because the Lord, he set that fire for you. He set that fire so you can see that it will not harm you. Yes, you're going to be feeling intimidated looking at that fire. Yes, you might hear Nebuchadnezzar saying, throw you in and turn it up higher. You might hear those things. But guess what? Jesus is in the fire. That snake is going to fall off in the fire. Family, that fire, at at times you're like, "Mm, it's hot. It's smoky. It's all of this. But let me tell you something. You're going to come out that fire looking like you was never in it. I'm here to tell you in the name of Jesus. It says the fire already was there. 
they the fire was already there. Paul was just gathering up more stuff to add to the fire. That's all he was doing. He was just gathering stuff up to add to the fire. And the snake just came up and bit him. He didn't know the snake was there. He didn't know. But the snake still bit him. But guess what? He did what he had to do. He had to shake that snake off in the fire. And I'm telling you, yes, you feel like you're on fire. But shake that snake off in the fire. The Lord is training you up to show you how to shake that snake up in the fire. It's when you're uncomfortable. God got to take you out your comfort zone. You got to get taken out of that. Because then you got God in a box. When you just feel comfortable, God is in a box. He like, no, I need you to see how big I am. I got to show you that even the flames got to obey me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go. Because I need you to understand how powerful the word of God is. John chapter 1. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. It existed in the beginning with God. And God created everything through him. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. Hallelujah. Who glory be to God. He is so mighty. Y'all. It's in your words. The power is in the words. Jesus is the living word. Everything was created in Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm saying? Everything was created by the living word. You got to speak life over yourself. The word of God is so is not going to return back to you void. But it's only in your weakness that you can see that it is so. I want to um take you to 2 Corinthians 10. We're going to go to verse 5. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to three. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have become fully obedient we will punish everyone who remains disobedient we are human yes but we don't wage war how humans wage war when a human gets stressed out they're trying to think of 99 ways to solve an issue when 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 people got problems with each other they want to be cussing and fussing we are human but we are not to wage war like that we are to use the word of god we are to hold up our shield of faith Do you get what I'm saying? We are to have on the full armor of God. Keep our feet planted in the truth. That's what it is. I be saying it's a war going on because it really is. But your weapon is the word of God. That is your weapon. God's God's word is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. I'm telling you, it will cut you going in. It will cut you going out. It's double-edged. But we got to destroy these proud, these, um, these proud obstacles that keep us from knowing God. That means stop putting him in a box. Stop saying, well, God always comes through this way, so he got to come through this way. God might not want to go through the front door. God might want to come through the window. Stop putting God in a box. Just say, God, I trust you. Family, sometimes it's just at a point where I say, God, I trust you. Like there ain't nowhere else to turn to. I trust you, Father. I lean on you, Lord. Because if if you're trying to play God in your life, that's where you're going to fall short. Because there's a way that seems right to a man. But it ends in death. You got to understand that life and death is in the power of your tongue. So are you going to try to speak humanly or are you going to try to speak the word of God? Are you going to speak the word of God in your life? Are you going to remember who he is? Are you going to remember? Do you even know who he is? I encourage people to read the Bible and pick an X 
the Lord to lead you to the name that he wants to show you who he is. Hallelujah. I know the Lord, he told me he wanted to show me um, he my banner. I think I believe that's Jehovah Nisi, ain't it? Jehovah Nisi. Hold on, y'all, because he wants he wanna show me that we reigning in victory. And I trust him. I trust him. I put my faith on that he's so. And I encourage you to do the same. God will fight for you. Hold your peace. Hold on to your peace. And your peace is in the word of God. Yes, it could feel like you drowning, right? It could feel like you drowning. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give us this two seconds. Well, not literally two seconds. <laughs> okay. It says, um, this is, okay, so let's go to Matthew 14, verse 30, verse 22. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. While he sent the people home, after sending them home, he went up into his the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from, from land, for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. So peep this. We already talked about this before, but peep this. Jesus insisted that they that the disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. Jesus is God. So we know that he knew what was going to happen, but he insisted that he would go. The Lord is insisting. He's like, listen, I'm telling you to do this good thing. I'm telling you to do something. Will you trust me? I insist that you get on that boat. I insist that you go across the lake. Was a storm coming. I know the waves about to get proud. I know the wind about to be proud. But will you trust me, says the Lord? Yes, I told you to get on the boat. You don't see me on the boat. But will you trust me? Will you trust that I have everything under control, says the Lord? It says, meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had arisen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified in their fear. They cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. Don't be afraid. Take courage. He is there. The Lord has preordained every one of your steps. He hears that you are crying out for him. And he is saying, take courage. I am here. He hears you. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So so Peter asked the Lord, if it's you, let me come out there. And Jesus said, yes, come, come. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on water towards Jesus. Are you prepared to walk on water? Are you ready for your signs, miracles, and wonders? Are you prepared to walk on water? Walking on water is supernatural. Are you ready for the supernatural? We don't have time for fear when we're walking on water. Because listen... But when he saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? You can see the storm coming, but you keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Jesus was right in front of Peter's face. All he had to do was stay focused. Peter, Peter knew that the Lord could save him because he said, save me, Lord. 
But Peter didn't think that he could walk on the water. It was a lack of self-confidence of of walking on the water. Do you get what I'm saying? It was that lack of self-confidence. He seen Jesus do it. And he wanted to do it. But it was that fear. Like, dang, that's a big, that's, you see that over there? It might not be over. But the Lord is like, oh, I'm setting my scene. Be encouraged today. Have faith today. Just say, Lord, I put my faith in you. He calls for us to have a faith of a mustard seed. Just faith of a mustard seed. Say, Lord, I give you my faith. Because deep down, Peter knew he could save him because he said, Lord, save me. But he just, he didn't think that he could do it. He didn't think that the, he put the Lord in a box like, okay, you can walk on water, but you can't help me walk on water. I'm a fall. He was off the boat and he was walking. He was walking. But he doubted in himself, which made him doubt in the Lord because the kingdom of heaven is within you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understandings. Don't try to think about how he's going to heal you. It's a suddenly. And I'm here to wit- I'm here to testify and witness to you. It's a suddenly. It was just like one day I was sitting here like, dang, I ain't, I ain't, that ain't happened in a minute. Like, family, I can't tell you the last time it happened. And I bind up any, any foul spirit that would try to come up against me in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'm severing them at the root by the power of God in the name of Jesus. That's just for the ones in the back. Like, oh, she didn't. That's for the ones in the back. They can, they can try it if they want to. They're going to catch this word of God today. Whew, but I'm sorry, y'all. Because <laughs> y'all know. It be these little these little imps lurking, and I be having to know you gotta keep gifty planning. I am a child of the most high. I am the daughter of the king. And sis, take this for yourself. You gotta hype yourself up too. My father will send legions of angels to come fight on my behalf. What you talking about? What you talking about? See, I'm about to get hyped. Let me calm down. <laughs> Cause I'm serious. If this warfare, you gotta get hyped. You gotta get hyped. You can't just be like, oh, leave me alone. No, you gotta be speaking the word of God over yourself. The weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. If God be for me, who can be against me? Even these little imps gotta work for me. Period. 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 I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> We're gonna get into these scriptures to help uh break through. With this anxiety and depression. But family, I only can be myself. Either you rocking with me or you not. Like <laughs> either you rocking with me or you not. That that's it. That's per. That's it. But uh okay, so I wanna read you the uh symptoms. So first this is the depression. The persistent feeling of sadness or loss of interest that categorize major depression can lead to ranges of behavior and physical symptoms. These may include changes in sleep, appetite, energy level, concentration, daily behavior, or self-esteem. Depression can be associated with thoughts of suicide. So I want to read you some Bible verses. Um... Let's go to Isaiah 41. So this is like for them days that you feeling depressed and you feeling like you can't do nothing. Who you everything seems impossible. That's what this one's for. Isaiah 41. Let's go to verse 10. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Hallelujah. See all see all your angry enemies lie there, confused and humiliated. Anyone who oppresses you will die and come to nothing. You will look in vain for those who try to conquer you. Those who attack you will come to nothing. For I hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid, people of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You will be a new threshing instrument and many sh- with many sharp teeth. You will tear 
your enemies apart, making chaff of mountains. You will toss them into the air and the wind will blow them away. A whirlwind will scatter them. Then you will rejoice in the Lord. Your You will, you will glory in the Holy One of Israel. When the poor and needy search for water and and there is none, and their tongues are parched from thirst, then I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the, the God of Israel, will never abandon them. I will open up rivers from the high place, high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. Listen, the Lord is providing. He is a provider. Okay? Okay. Okay? Family, he said right here in verse 16, you will toss them into the air and the wind will blow them all away. A whirlwind will scatter them. It's about knowing the word of God. You can rip the enemy apart when you know the word of God. When you know it. He can't just come up to you all, all, all fierce. He got to try to tiptoe when you know, when he know you is. He's still going to try to bite you. But he can't be trying to be all bold and indignant with it. He going to sneak up. He got to wait for an opportune time. Remember, he was tempting Jesus in the wilderness. He had to wait till an opportune time. You get what I'm saying? Um, Lord, let's go to Jeremiah 29, 11. I get hype. I get hype with the warfare because, listen, yes, yes, I used to be a little nuckety buckish when I was in them streets. <laughs> so now that I know who I really should be nuckety buck with, oh, I be, listen, listen, it be a whole new ball game. You feel me? I be a lady when necessary, and then I be a warrior when it's uh, when it's when it's necessary too. It just depends on the moment. Am I gonna have to put on? Well, I, I'm staying with my full armor on. You feel me? But sometimes I just gotta keep it under my clothes, keep it cute. But I can rip this outfit off real quick and have on my warrior suit. Try it if you want to. Let's go to verse eleven. Um. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those pray, in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Hallelujah. The Lord is doing it. Search for him wholeheartedly. He will fight for you. He will fight for you. Hold on, let me see. I need. I'm, uh, hold on. <laughs> this one, this one, this one. It. Psalms twenty three. Listen, this is it. This is it. Hallelujah. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will be. I, hold on, I gotta go to the KJV. Sometimes the KJV just be hitting different. I don't know if y'all feel that way, but the KJV sometimes be it be extra lit. So, yay, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> Family, period. That's how you got to be. When I walk through the, the darkest valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because I know my God with me. I know if I'm walking in the valley that he with me. I know I'm walking behind him. What you mean? I'm following him. But that's why you guys stay close to the Lord. But let me tell you something about the God that I serve. Even when you go astray, he come and get you. Who I ain't promoting going astray. But he the one that'll lead a flock. He'll lead a 99 to come get the one. Who glory be to God because he did it for me. He did it for me, family. He did. The Lord did it for me. Okay. He anointed thy head with oil. <laughs> Period. And I just love him so much. I really do. Oh, I'm getting so hype. It's like 2 in the morning, I think. Yes, and I'm just so hype. 
Um, Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Hold up. <laughs> I'm so happy, y'all, because like these scriptures really have gotten me through. Like, and I'm I'm passing the baton to you. Okay. It's uh first second Timothy chapter one verse seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Let me read that to you again. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Whew. So when you when you feel fear, God didn't give you that spirit of fear. That's when it's time to go into warfare. That's when it's time to cast down those vain imaginations. Spirit of fear, he, he'll try to stick up on you all different types of ways. How you gonna pay that bill? Mm, I don't think that person liked the way you looked at them. Mm, that was wrong the way you said it. Listen, now you afraid like, oh, did I offend somebody? Oh, did I do that? God ain't give you a spirit of fear because the Lord knows your heart. He knows your heart and he knows your true intentions. Don't listen to that lion serpent. Okay? For God has not given you a spirit of fear. You got to speak this over yourself. When that time of evil come, you speak the word of God over yourself. For he has not given me a spirit of fear. No, he hasn't. And you go to war. Wherever scriptures come to your mind, you start warfaring over it. Okay? Whatever situation you in, you start warfaring. It's time to take off your street clothes and put on your spiritual street clothes. Because we fighting in the spirit. Do you hear me? So you got to have on the right attire. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's go to Psalms 34 again. Family, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Lord is, he is a willing and he is able, y'all. He is, he really is. Who is he good? Let's go to, um, excuse me. The Lord is close to the broken hearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. He rescued those whose spirits are is crushed. He is close to the broken hearted. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yo, I'm telling you, he has done it for me. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm telling you, it's times I done had my back up against the wall, wall. I gotta say wall two times so you can know. The wall, wall. But when I tell you that my God is mighty, he is mighty. <laughs> Can't nobody come up against my God. Do you hear me? His word is so. God got the final say. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care who says something. If it ain't Jesus, don't you let that place no seed in you. You hear what the Lord says. He is the true judge. He is truly sovereign. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. Let's go to Proverbs 12. Verse 2. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. Who see, 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 see. Listen, and I hear I, 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 the Lord. He is telling me to say this: a worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. You gotta be um, you gotta have, hold your husband at a high regard. Hallelujah! You serve your husband as you serve the Lord. Do you hear what I'm saying? You take it up with God. If there's an issue, you pray and you ask God how to handle it. You can't try to handle it your way. That was for somebody. Um, listen, my bad, because I had told y'all the wrong chapter. But the, the Lord, listen. Well, to say no, the Lord wanted me to speak that. So I ain't going to say he showed me the wrong chapter, but I want to take you to another Proverbs. Let me word it like that. It's verse 25 I want to take you down to. But the Lord, he, he, look, it was a breakthrough up at the top. He needed somebody to hear it. Worry weighs a person down and encouraging word cheers a person up. Hallelujah. 
how, listen, y'all. He is so good, y'all. He is just so good. Let's go to Psalms 147, no, 143. And let's go down to verse 7. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me. For my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I will die. Who listen, that's a banger. That's a banger. Tell me right now that, listen, anybody that has went through depression, tell me that's not a banger right there. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me. For my depression deepens. See how my spirit bear witness. Does your spirit bear witness? I be calling on my Jesus. Listen, I be like, Lord, I know. I know you feel this. I know. I know you here. But I need this part to be over. <laughs> but if he got to strengthen your spiritual muscle, he wants you husky out in these spiritual streets. You can't be husky out in these spiritual streets if you ain't working out. If you ain't eating right, you got to be eating the word of God. You can't be eating this junk. You can't be turning on to um, all these different um, secular shows and listening to the secular music. You, that's like that's like junk food to your spirit. The word of God is all the the nutrients that your body needs. Then you want to you wondering why your flesh man fat and your spirit man skinny because you feeding your flesh more. I'm speaking to somebody. Okay, family, let's look up the definition of anxiety. Intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired may occur. So let's go to Philippians 4. Y'all know we're going to Philippians 4. Maybe we didn't know. But I'm saying we're going to Philippians 4. It seems only right to start with Philippians 4. And let's go down to verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. See, that's that's what the that spirit anxiety and stuff would do. It'll have you that fear. It all starts with fear. That's what I feel like. It all starts with fear. And it's that it's that little dagger to see if you bite the bait. Like, mm, what if um what if you what if you can't make that bill? That's how the enemy be. What what if you can't make that bill? Mm. What if, what if, what if, what if the Lord, the Lord don't hear you, you may as well just go handle it your own way. Cause the Lord don't hear you. That's how it starts. And it's if you will bite the bait, but then that's when you got to come in and speak the word of God of yourself. The word you have like this, the word of God says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. See, I had read you a different version, but I'll read you the version that I just read. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has done. So you got to be like, right, I'm not going to worry about anything. Because in Philippians 4, uh, verse 6, it says, don't worry about anything. You get what I'm saying? You got to cast down that vain imagination. The vain imagination is there to make you worry. Right? Let's go to John, 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made is not made perfect in love. So you got to ask the Lord, Lord, come into my heart. Fill me with that unfailing love because it's your love that casts out all fear. You just got to ask the Lord, Lord, let me experience this love. And you got to guard your heart. Don't, don't. Don't hold on to them thoughts from the enemy, but you rebuke them. You cast them out and you replace it with the word of God. That's how you make it obedient. You be like, "Mm, I cast down this vain imagination. You got to speak to the mountain. Do you hear me? You got to be a mountain mover out in these streets. Let's uh, go to Matthew 17 real quick. Listen, 
the Lord breeds mountain movers. That's what the Lord breeds. Let's go down to verse 20. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. It's your faith. It's knowing that God is who he said he is. My God is a mountain mover. He moves mountains. Do you hear me? Nothing's impossible for me because I got me a strong God. I got me a refuge. That's how you got to know. You got to know if God is for me. Who can be against me? And for the one that's probably like, well, how I know God's for me? Because that's because he is. He is. He created you for a purpose. You were not created in vain. The Lord knit your innermost being. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will hold mountain move around these streets. Trust God. You see how he says you don't have enough faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, for evidence we cannot see. So I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust him. I trust that he's Yahweh. I trust that he's El Shaddai. I trust that he's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. I trust him. I trust his word. I know his word will not return back void. I know that God is a man that he cannot lie. You feel me? Let's go to first Peter. Chapter three, verse 14. Now all now who I'm sorry. Now Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. God is going to reward you. Listen, sometimes you might have um, these thoughts and you're like, Lord, I don't think about you in this way. And the Lord is like, don't listen to them threats. Don't listen to them lies. Just endure. Just endure. Hallelujah. Let's go to Isaiah 35. Verse four. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go to verse four. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. Take this scripture, write it on your heart. Do you hear me? Because the, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is speaking today. Hallelujah. Take that. Receive that for yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. It says. Be strong and do not fear for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. He is coming to save you. Take this word for yourself in the name of Jesus. You better decree and declare it over your life in the name of Jesus. Have no fear. God is coming. He's coming and he's coming swiftly. It's a sudden move of God. It's a shift that's going to happen supernaturally. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Let's go to Isaiah 40. This is one of my favorite ones too. Verse uh, 31. I love this, uh, this verse right here. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Ooh, hallelujah. And listen, people, I'm not a person that really can describe the eagle thing. I mean, I can if I wanted to, but I'll tear it up. Maybe we'll do it at a later date. Maybe we'll do it like on a, a group Zoom meeting or something. But it's the, the way that the the eagle got a i believe that's called momentum it has to like flap his wings to get to to the high level and then as it when it gets to the high level it begins to soar it just begins to soar it can rest but the work is to get up to the point where it can soar so yes you might be fighting you pressing the mark but no 
that you're going sore. The Lord will renew your strength. Family, I'm here to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, Jesus. The Lord will renew your strength. Ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. Let's go to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Hallelujah. That's a double portion. I know I read it already. Let's go to Hebrews 11. Listen, put these all in your spiritual arsenal. And you got to let off on that enemy when he be trying to lie to you. Stop his behind. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is evidence of things we cannot see. Through through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. And what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Oh, Jesus, that is a word. That is a word. That is a word. That is a word. I'm telling you, that's a word. You know, it, it, it can't be a breakthrough unless you see some Jesus in red. I know we already talked about Jesus in the red, but listen to this one because this one's a banger too. John 14, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. He started with, do not let your hearts be troubled. That's the first verse. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. Jesus is the way. He is the way. (laughs) I love him so much. I love him so much. I love him so much. Yo, I do. Like, I really do. (sighs) Let's go to Luke 20, Luke 12. Oh gosh, by the power of God, Lord, I pray that my my sisters and even my brothers that may be listening to this, Father, that they receive such breakthrough, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Because your word is just, it's just that living water. I I don't even have to thirst no more. Who all glory goes to you, Lord. <laughs> He'll come in and water them roots. Whew. It says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear for life is more than food and your body more than clothing look at the ravens they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for god feeds them and you are far more valuable to him than any birds can all your worries add a single moment to your life ask yourself that right now pause me if you got to pause your sis but first let me ask you it again (laughs) Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Now, pause it. I had to let a moment of silence go past in case they paused it. (laughs) But listen, can it add a single day into your life? It can't. All it does is take away from your life. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So that worry dagger that he be trying to throw at you is only to, to steal some of your time. To destroy what the Lord is trying to do. To kill your faith and your hope in what the Lord is about to do. That's all worry do. And if you if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? What? Let me ask you again. And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, listen, the Lord said a moment of your life is a little thing. He said, if it can't even accomplish a little thing like that, you know why Jesus said that? Because he a big guy. He says, just a moment in your life is little to me because I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy and I got big plans for you. So that little moment of worrying, that means nothing compared to what I have for you. What I have for you is eternal, says the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, he is mighty. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work. 
or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he certainly he, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Why do you have so little faith? Trust in God. Believe him. If you got so little faith, he called you to have a faith of a mustard seed. So what's little? Like, because a mustard seed is little. If you got a faith as a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain to move and it's going to move. But faith is believing. I got to get you that scripture now. I got to get you that, that scripture. Hold on, hold on. Let's go to uh give you this a second. Second Corinthians five <clears throat> verse seventeen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That might not be it. Sorry, y'all. It's Romans 10. <laughs> My bad. I'm so worried. Verse 17. It says, so faith comes from hearing. That is, hearing the good news about Christ. About hearing the good news about Christ. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth and the words to all the world. But I ask that the people of Israel really understand. Yes, they did. For even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse their jealousy through a people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. And later Isaiah spoke boldly for God saying, I was found by people who were, who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, all day long, I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. Believe God for who he said he is. Put God in a box. Don't put God in a box. I'm sorry. I said, Lord, you know I didn't mean that. Don't put God in a box. But yet store his, his commands in your heart. Treasure the Lord. Treasure him. He is so good, Joel. He is a good father. He really is. He really is. And his relation, the relationship I have with him, it just strengthens me. It just strengthens me. And there's one more thing I want to tell y'all that um the Lord has said to me um the other day. Um we was talking and the Lord was just, he was talking to me about faith. And I was just like, but Lord, it's times that like, you know, you don't even feel like you there. Like it don't even feel like you there. Can we talk about it? And um this is what the Lord said. He said, um it's not about not feeling him. He said, faith isn't about what you feel. It's not about what you feel. You can be like, God, I don't feel you. But it's not about that. It's about believing that you said you will never leave me nor forsake me. Hallelujah. It's about that. You are my shelter and my refuge. My faith is I believe it. I believe that even in those moments that I can't feel you. That you are still right here. That you are right by my side. That you are holding me up with your victorious right hand. That's what faith is. It's not about feeling him. It's about knowing who he is. Knowing that God is God. That's what faith is about. Trusting him in your trials. When it doesn't even look like there's a way out. Trusting him still. That's what faith is about. So family. <laughs> unless the Lord want to add anything else. Hold on. Let me make sure. Lord. 
I hear him just saying, I love my children and I and I am setting them free. The Lord wants to set you free. Receive it. Receive it. He says, I love my children and I am going to set them free. Allow him to open up your heart. No limits. No limit. Okay. God is limitless. He is, he is just forever and ever. He's ongoing. There's no beginning and there's no end to God. Just trust him. Just trust in him with all your heart. And lean not to your own understandings. Okay, family? I love y'all so, 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 so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.